stop lying about type 1 diabetes being a priority. Because if it were a priority, it would probably be the number one thing you're focused on, right? You'd probably be driven to getting it figured out. Today, we're talking about how to make your diabetes a priority. Also, why making your diabetes a priority may not be the best thing for you in order to get blood sugars fixed. I'm going to tell you what that means and exactly how to get there in today's stories, today's episodes. Now, before we get into it, I want you to understand this is not going to apply to everyone in the same way, which is why you got to take this with a grain of salt. All right, so I hope you appreciate this one as much as I do making it. And let's get into our theme song. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type 1 diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. All right, so last couple of weeks, I've uh, been seeing blood sugars start to trend into more of a mess than they typically are. I noticed that life is getting a bit chaotic. And with life, you've got a lot of different opportunities to make choices every single day as to where we assign our focus and our energy, right? Now, in my decisions, uh, and I, I want to say in my defense, but I'm not going to defend it because I made the choices and I will take responsibility for that. I made the decision to start pushing off my workouts and not prioritizing them nearly as much as I introduced myself into new opportunities, whether it was for work or for family or for fun. And uh, initially, didn't see much of a change in life, in energy, in any of that. But over the course of a couple of weeks of not prioritizing my workouts as much, I started to notice that they became less top of mind and ultimately just kind of disappeared off of my calendar and magically found their way off the books. And uh, of course, I found myself in a position where I had not worked out for almost an entire week, which for me is quite insane. Uh, I like to work out. Try I try and get out there about four or five times a week, if not six. And the reason that I do that is for blood sugars. And uh, I told my clients this last week, I said, if I didn't have type 1 diabetes, I don't think I would be in shape. I think that I would probably have found myself, uh, you know, fully embracing the dad bod and uh, letting the gut hang out a little bit because ultimately exercise helps my blood sugars. And I know that blood sugars respond a lot better if I have exercised recently. Now, of course, I enjoy being outside. I do thoroughly enjoy activity, but uh, I am also at times a bit lazy. You know, I do enjoy sitting down, watching movies, playing video games, sleeping in. You know, I'm human. Uh, as are many people listening, they kind of fall into that category of, well, sometimes I just want to have a lazy Sunday, right? And the issue is when that lazy Sunday turns into a lazy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and you get to the weekend again and realize uh, I've lost a few of my good habits and replaced them with bad habits. Now, that's not the issue in and of itself. It's okay to take a week off of working out, though I will say it's harder to get back into working out once you've gone that long without doing it. If you've allowed yourself to have a large break, it's harder to build that momentum again. But the idea is that, uh, or not the idea, the, the result of me skipping these workouts was not just losing muscle tone or uh, you know, maybe losing some mobility or strength with the process, it was also showing up in my CGM graph. And it was a lot messier than I would like to see or even like to admit. 
And with these blood sugars averaging in the higher ranges, even seeing quite a few shoot over 200, which for me, that's not supposed to happen. You know, we try to keep things in range as much as possible. You guys see me post how I'm always like 90 plus percent time in range. Uh, and so seeing those numbers for me was kind of a wake up call and the realization that I needed to figure out what my priorities truly were. And I saw uh, this really interesting video recently about making priorities and how what we say are our priorities oftentimes are not our true priorities because what we say is different than what we do. In fact, most of us are scrolling on social media. Maybe you're watching this on YouTube or listening to a podcast somewhere. The idea is that if you were to prioritize working out, let's say, you would be doing that while working out, not sitting on the couch, right? Uh, actions do truly speak louder than words. And so when we tell people I'm prioritizing my health, what does that look like exactly? You know, I've been telling people for years that I was going to prioritize my diet and shift away from processed foods, but my actions speak otherwise. I've been lying to myself and to others. It's not a priority. I haven't made the shift yet, right? If you want to label something as a priority, it is truly the number one thing on your list. I believe it was Warren Buffett who said uh, to determine what your priorities were or to reorder your priorities, make a list of the top 25 things that you want to be a priority that you need to get done or want to get done. Of those 25, you're going to cross off the bottom 20 of them and say absolutely no to those because the more items you have on your list of quote unquote priorities, the greater the likelihood of you procrastinating by picking a different one of the 25 instead of focusing on the core five and saying, these are the only five things I will work on. Now, I would go a step further and push off four of those five and pick one freaking thing that you're going to focus on. And for me, this is difficult. <laughs> I mean, I was diagnosed with ADHD. Focus is not exactly my strength, right? But if you're able to focus on one specific thing, not only will you see faster results, but you will see greater results because you'll actually get it done and you'll do it right. So if you're looking at your priorities, right? Looking at blood sugar specifically, let's say, if we're looking at making blood sugars a priority, what would I be doing if they were a priority? Would I be actually counting my carbs using measuring cups or a food scale? Would I be actually pre-bolusing and not cheating the system, right? And just pretending that two minutes is a pre-bolus when in fact I might need 10, 15, 20 minutes. Am I actually going for walks when my blood sugars are high because I know walks help bring high blood sugars down? Am I actually drinking enough water? You see, there's all these different pieces that fit into healthier blood sugars being a priority that a lot of us just aren't doing. And myself, I fall into this as well, right? I told you I skipped my workouts for almost a week. That impacts blood sugars. So here I am saying, oh, blood sugars are priorities and they're so important. And yet I've been lying to myself. I skipped my workouts. Yes, life got crazy and I found other things to replace that with that needed to be done. But the reality is I can't say that blood sugars are a priority if I'm not doing the things to get them done right? If I'm not actually prioritizing it, I need to stop lying to myself. I need to stop lying to others and just get honest about it and say, you know what? Blood sugars were not a priority this week. These other things were, and now blood sugars are a priority again. So today in my calendar, I scheduled out a block of time. I said, Matt, you're going to the gym, no matter what, <laughs> nothing can take this slot because your blood sugars are a priority. And if you're going to maintain that and actually be real about it with yourself, and hold yourself accountable, you're gonna get to the gym. 
right? So for me, that means going to the gym. For you, it might mean carb counting or pre-bolusing or getting enough sleep or putting your CGM on or actually taking insulin for the snacks and not just the meals, right? This is gonna look different for everyone, which is why I wanted to kind of include that in the beginning intro. But whatever that looks like for you, if you are trying to say, yes, blood sugars are indeed a priority for me, actions speak louder than words. So looking at blood sugars being a priority, that's the first step. Is it a priority? No. All right, get out of here. <laughs> this, this episode isn't going to help you at all. So you can leave, go find something else to do that is a priority for you. But if you answer yes, blood sugars are indeed a priority. Step two for us is looking at how do I get the results of good blood sugars by making other things a priority. So what other priorities can lead into this priority coming to fruition, right? So that's step two for me, what other habits or priorities can I include or start to give me the better blood sugars? For me, this is working out. That was the thing that I stopped doing and I saw almost immediate results on, negative results. And I was like, oh boy, this sucks right? Like my insulin sensitivity has plummeted. And so I need to get back into my workouts. Now for you, it might look different. It might be looking at your diet. Maybe you've had a week where you're like, oof, I, I wasn't cooking for myself. And as a result, I went to Jack in the box three times a day for the last week, right? I don't know what your situation looks like. But if blood sugars are a priority, then that second step after you've determined that, is to look at what other things can I prioritize that will support me in making blood sugars a priority. Now, I know this sounds a little bit counterintuitive, right? Like, oh, if I have one priority, I have to go find other priorities to support that priority. So, so now I have multiple priorities that goes against what you said, right? But in this journey of accomplishing the priority, there are other things that will support you in achieving that result a lot faster. So if I want to prioritize blood sugars, uh, that's going to have a multi, uh, multi-faceted approach, right? Like a, a multi-pronged approach even. So it's not just the workouts for me. There are other pieces that go into it that are still helping me that I didn't give up, right? I've been counting my carbs. I've been taking my insulin. I've been pre-bolusing. I've been going for walks after meals uh, because the blood sugars shot up so high, right? I've been doing the other pieces. So for me, it's just one small tweak adding the workouts back in, that's gonna give me my result. And I want you to think through, what are a few of the small tweaks that you can make that aren't gonna require a huge lifestyle shift that still gets you at least some results? So ask yourself right now, what can I prioritize in order to fulfill the priority of blood sugars? How do I achieve that? What's going to support me in that journey? So if it is working out, great. You can join me today, first day working out. I'm gonna get back into it, build it into a habit. Maybe for you, it's drinking water. Start slow, you know, add a cup of water between each meal. You don't have to go start with a gallon of water a day. It's unrealistic and it's a difficult thing to jump straight into. Now, maybe it's your dietary protocols. Maybe you've been lacking on your carb count, right? Whatever that is for you, and it's okay if it's different. It's okay if it doesn't include working out. Maybe you're not there yet, but there's something. There's likely something missing. And I think you know what it is. Something that needs to be prioritized, no matter how unfun it is. If you were to prioritize it, it would have a positive impact on your blood sugars, which if you say are truly a priority, should mean that you'll do the unfun thing to get there, right?
Now, at the beginning of this episode, I mentioned that uh, diabetes doesn't need to be the priority, right? There's going to be a shift there. So I wanted to tag onto that. Yes, blood sugars should be something that you prioritize as someone living with insulin-dependent diabetes. If we don't prioritize blood sugars, we die. Simple as that, right? Or at the very least, you die a slower death <laughs> with complications and all these different things. We don't want that. So you do have to prioritize blood sugars to a certain degree. But prioritizing blood sugars should not be your end game. See, ultimately, the priority is not blood sugars. At least it shouldn't be. You shouldn't be focused on numbers just for the sake of numbers. The reality is that our priority is quality of life and longevity, right? It's the memories we want to create. It's the experiences we want to have. It's the things we want to do, the people we want to see. In order to get there, though, we have to have the blood sugars. So if we want to prioritize your quality of life, your longevity, your overall existence, you have to first prioritize blood sugars. And as we just discussed, that means that you have to also be prioritizing the pieces that go into play to get the blood sugars cruising so that you can live your best life. See, there's three levels to this thing. You know, first step is recognizing that blood sugars have to be a priority. So in, instead of uh, just spinning your wheels, you have to look at what are the pieces that have to go into play in order to support that priority coming to fruition. Right. So for me, it's the exercise for you. Maybe it's drinking water, getting your diet right, uh, measuring your carbs. But once you have that priority set, that will give you a, a medium amount of motivation, but it will not get you in the long term. Right. Yes, it'll help you maybe fix your A1C once. Maybe you'll get better time and range for a couple weeks, but you're going to burn out eventually if you're not chasing the right thing. You have to have a vision for where you're going. And that cannot be simply numbers. I chased that for two years, then I burnt out. <laughs> That's about as far as I got, which honestly, two years is pretty good, you know, for, for just chasing numbers. But ultimately, it has to be, why am I really doing this? What's going to keep me motivated as I start to continue pursuing these things longer term? And that's where the quality of life comes into play. The big priority, the big reason, the why, the motivation behind our efforts to achieve the stable blood sugars, the reason why I go to the gym multiple times a week is so that I can live a full happy and healthy life with the people I love, doing the things I love, eating the things I love. It boils down to what's pulling you towards that vision. So if you are somebody who's going to prioritize blood sugars, you got to look back at what are the small things that I can start to incorporate and prioritize daily, right? On a daily basis, build them into habits so that they do support that priority of blood sugars. And then realize that blood sugars themselves are not the end goal. It's instead my best life, the best version of me. So now I want you to imagine the best version of yourself, right? What does that version look like? What do the blood sugars look like? But more importantly, what do those blood sugars allow you to do, have, and experience? I want you to envision that right now. Close your eyes and think through, who have I become when my blood sugars are stable? What am I able to do when I don't have to worry about the what ifs of diabetes? What am I able to accomplish as somebody who is now thriving in life instead of hunkered down and surviving, trying not to die, right? That's the best version of you. And I want you to start feeling yourself being pulled towards that vision and use that as your motivation to get there. It's going to be a long journey. Diabetes has no finish line. But if you have a vision that is pulling you forward each day, it feels a lot less difficult than if you're pushing yourself forward every day. 
right? Think about going uphill. If you're pushing a rock uphill, it's a lot more difficult than if you're being pulled uphill, right? So you want to find that vision, that strong desire, that why that's going to pull you towards that best version of yourself so you can maintain the motivation and the prioritization of your blood sugars through daily habits and rituals that you've built around these goals. I hope this makes sense so far. So with these, if step one, you're prioritizing blood sugars, which means if you're still watching this video, you are. I told you to leave if you weren't. Step two, figure out the daily habits that you can prioritize in order to support the better blood sugars, which leads us into step number three, the vision, the reason we're doing this, the quality of life, longevity, the family, friends, experiences, foods, activities, whatever it is for you, find that vision, feel that vision, and allow it to pull you forward in life towards that best version of yourself. And now we're, we're shifting from the tactical and the blood sugars into more of a mindset piece here. But these are the two connections that I love to draw because blood sugars are not just an insulin to carb ratio. There's a lot of lifestyle questions we have to ask. What do you want out of life? What types of foods do you enjoy? You don't have to eat low carb or keto or starvation diet anymore. <laughs> you can do a lot of different things. You can be an athlete. You can fly planes now. They just reversed a lot of different rulings on this stuff. You can do whatever you want, but you have to have both sides of it. The blood sugars cooperating and the mindset to support that. When those come together, you're truly able to thrive with your diabetes. And that's the bridge that I'm going to be crossing. I'm going to be connecting these two dots in our next newsletter. And if you're not part of the newsletter, you're missing out big time. We keep just packing these things full of different pieces of valuables and understandings with diabetes and different strategies. We share what's working in our coaching programs. Last month, I think we talked about in depth about like fats and proteins and basils and boluses and how different meals require different strategies. And there is no perfect diabetes diet. I can't go into all of it because it was like 22 pages. <laughs> it was a lot of information. But my goal is to cram those newsletters that get sent out once a month so full of value that it's worth 10 times as much as what's being charged for. It's the cheapest thing we offer. It's, it's truly ridiculous. But if you want to get access to that, this next month, I'm going to be connecting those two dots, right? The tactics with diabetes, but the mindset as well. I'm going to be going over the diabetes math. If you haven't heard me talk about that yet, it's an entirely new method of managing diabetes, the math behind your numbers. And then, of course, the mindset pieces that allow you to build those habits, those daily rituals, those priorities that support your diabetes math so that you can then get to a place where you lived your best life with type 1 diabetes. That's the goal. So if you haven't already signed up for it, or maybe this is the first time you're hearing about it, it's called the Renegade Warriors Newsletter. You'd be crazy not to sign up for it. It goes out once a month. We have bonuses that we just kind of throw in every month. Sometimes it's a live Q&A with me. Sometimes it's trinkets with your newsletter and a little package that we send to you. Got some other fun surprises for you guys as well. But that can be found only at renegadenewsletter.com. It's the only place you can get it. It's the only type 1 diabetes focused newsletter that's sent out physically to your doorstep. And it's the only one of its kind where we dive into new strategies, new methods, and new ways of thriving with type 1 diabetes every single month. So definitely want to recommend you do that. You'd be crazy not to. Go to renegadenewsletter.com to check that out. Remember to cover your three steps today. Our blood sugar is a priority. 
Am I going to build the habits necessary and make those a priority to support the first priority, right? What can I do to help my blood sugars get to a better, more stable place? And then three, what is the vision that's going to pull me forward? What is the big outcome that I desire? And how am I going to get there, stay motivated, and of course, build, build your best life? So I hope that was helpful. Uh, definitely check out renegadenewsletter.com now because the next newsletter ships out in just a couple of days. Don't want you to miss that one because once they get shipped out, they're done forever. You're going to miss it. So jump in there. Make sure you get access to this next one because it's going to help you bridge that gap and build out your best life. All right. Hope this was helpful for you. Super fun hanging out with you. Uh, if you are already a newsletter subscriber, I would love to see in the comments. Type the word renegade. Let me see who else is here with me. All right. See you guys next time. Have an amazing rest of your week and keep up the fight.